0: Creates his own offensive chance with that motor. crazy to Coyle. The are Hello there, and welcome to the Nesson Bruins podcast. feel like it's been a while since the whole gang has been here, but here we are. I am your host, at Nesson.com's Lauren Campbell, joined once again, and as always, by Nesson.com's Mike Cole and Scott Edwards. What's going on, guys?
1: I almost forgot how to get back here. <laughs> it's, been, it's been quite a while for me I know Need you guys, the g p s uh, yeah i i've been uh load management for the playoffs for me, you know kind of <laughs> limiting my minutes and yeah, making sure I'm peaking for the playoffs. So
2: veteran happens
1: yeah exactly yeah i, I think i've earned the right yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah like the, the bruins some guys aren't even traveling to toronto for friday night that's basically me. right while well, you
2: rest the injuries before yeah. you get more well it's really too right <laughs> you, get, you
1: get up there in age and you start to you're dealing more <laughs> you on gotta the rest daily the basis. vocal cords yeah too. exactly
2: oh, how are you a young oh, one oh, I'm, I'm doing fine i'm here
1: I'm yeah he's live. you're the one who should have all the jump you're the young i always have the jump I'm to <laughs> okay a lot of jam a lot of sandpaper <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: uh, so, like I said, it's been a while since we've all been together. The Bruins officially are in the playoffs. Who they will play, we don't know, but it's probably going to be Carolina, at least by the looks of it. Uh, the Bruins play Thursday night the final game at home against the Sabres before wrapping the season up. As Mike alluded to, the, we don't really know who is gonna, not going to go to Toronto. It's probably going to be the Patrice Bergerons, the Brad Marchands, to get them that extra rest before the playoffs. But along with not knowing their opponent right now, we also have no idea who the starting goalie will be. Bruce Cassidy is very tight-lipped about it. He's basically saying it's a good problem to have. They're going to go into it, ride the hot hand. Who that is, I mean, right now, it's Linus Allmark. Cassidy alluded to it on Wednesday after practice. He said Allmark's been a little bit ahead of Swayman. But... I think the next two games, even though the Bruins won't be playing a full roster on Friday, I still think the next two games are going to be a big test for both Allmark and Swayman.
1: I disagree. I think they probably made up their mind already. I, how do you?
0: He did say that they're going to be more coy about it too. Like, but they'll announce. Yeah. It. So
1: like, I, I just, I, I don't, I, I think it's going to be all Mark. I think they've made up their mind. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Like they're going to play Buffalo on Thursday night. Again, by the time people hear this, it's going to already be over. And then go play a, a preseason game in Toronto. Like, what are you going to get from that? I would almost not play whoever, like, whoever's going to start. Well, so, geez. So who start? Uh, this is completely. All Mark good. starts tonight. So Thursday. All Mark starting game one. Yeah. like That
0: would make the most I, mean, it makes the I most sense. I think that's the
1: tip, right? Is that whoever's starting this Thursday game, I mean, he, I mean, if he doesn't travel to Toronto on Friday, then it's a really uh you know uh, uh, you true know, maintenance day true then maintenance then they're tipping weeks. their hand um but like i yeah I, I just what are you gonna get from you know playing behind whoever's gonna be out there it's just um but uh, on the bigger picture and the big on the whole is like i'm kind of excited about this like this is this is fun like we haven't had and cassie alluded to that thursday he's like you know we're this is kind of a different scenario for us where it's been to their detriment at times, Tukes net and you know, it's, it, it you're not going to deal with that this year. And I think uh we can get it a little bit more as we, as we go on. And, you know, my, <laughs> after <laughs> spiking the football season long about sway, <laughs> Yeah,
0: you were right all season long. <laughs> um
1: That's <a> tough scene, <laughs> comes but to a <laughs>
0: crashing, fiery halt.
1: um, We can get in that a little bit more <laughs> after, but yeah, I, I think all probably the play and I like what they're doing here. I like that. They're going to, Play it by ear. Yeah. We've seen it work for teams in the past. Usually, by the time you get to it, if you get if you're lucky enough to go deep in the playoffs, like you find your one at some point. But if they lose game one five to one, it's going to be you know the opposite of whoever started game one and game two. And I like that. I think that's when you have two good goalies, you might as well use them.
2: Yeah, I'm big time on the who starts game two, three, four, five, then Ooh. one. I feel one's very set. I feel like it's Linus, and then also you pay the guy like the money. Like, well, th- that right. too, but like if Swayman was playing as hot as he was a month sure. ago or two or a month and a half ago, it would be him. No question. So my, my whole thing is who pl- who plays game two, game, game four. Cause I think it's like, you know, they don't want to say who it is, but it, it's, it's Old Mark. Mark's been playing probably the best hockey of his entire season. The past couple, uh, past ten
1: like uh, that he's been in. So I'm looking it up right now. Holmark in his last 11 games and that includes some relief duty eight and one uh 937 save percentage given up. Yeah, I mean 16 goal.
2: He's been great. His rebounds have been non-existent. His glove has been fantastic
1: for for one costly rebound. That's, that's true. 2 <laughs> seconds left <laughs> in the period. Yeah. That's nine, true. Yeah.
2: But overall, very so much better than where he was. And like agree. his glove has been incredible. I mean, that's like something the uh you know, the Nesson team has been talking about specifically because he feels like he's just getting everything with it uh they called him like a first baseman over there that's how good it's been so i think it's definitely him game one and then you just kind of wait and see from there on out because i don't know even if they win five four does he start the next game who knows i don't know like that's the if if it's you know five four but he's 20 shots against you don't know you just that's the fun of all this right we don't have to do like Oh well, it's Tuka's net, like you said. It's you know, no matter how Tuka plays, it's his net. Next game, this is oh well, that wasn't great. All right, Swayman, go in, go, go give it your shot, and I think Swayman will be ready when his time comes as well.
0: It's a good problem to have. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Like
0: this is not <laughs>
2: well, this. Yes, and no. so, like,
0: this is
1: this is the battle of cliches, then, because it's like I I get what you're saying, but it's not. Completely dissimilar to like the NFL, right. where if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one.
2: Like, yeah, right. I, I think they're really good. I like, do, I do too. Yeah. Like, no,
1: it's, it's not that this is not coincidentally like Carolina of three years ago or whatever it was, right? When they were, you know, they went in the playoffs out other goalie and the Bruins just pants them. Like, it's, yeah, it is a little different than that. So, yeah, and they like each other too. That probably helps. Yeah, yeah.
0: They, they certainly do like each other. That hug that they always do, they're always gassing each other up. So, there's obviously, the competition is incredibly healthy. It's not like it's negative by any means. But for as good as the goalies have been, the power play has been dreadful. The last-second <laughs> goals have been dreadful. Last <laughs>
2: time we were on this podcast, we said it was dreadful.
0: Yeah, I think they were only like 0 for 20, maybe 16. I don't even Back know if we had then, reached 20. Yeah, I don't think we hit 20. So, yet. they're 0 for 36 going into Thursday's <laughs> game. And, I mean, Buffalo has nothing to play for at this point. And, I, I mean, I've said this last Draft week. Pick. <laughs> Actually, they do, but they have
2: to play badly for that.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> they could also play. Don't let the Bruins get the three seed. But that's true, the the power play is a big problem that I have with them going to the playoffs, yeah. especially if they play a team like Carolina. You need to score on the power play. you're They're zero for thirty six. Like, when does it end? Does it end Thursday? <laughs> does it end Friday? Does it end in the playoffs? Does it never end for the rest <laughs> of the season? Does, I mean, it's that's probably my biggest concern going into the playoffs is the power play.
2: Have you liked how it's looked since Pasta's come back?
0: Yeah, but he clearly wasn't the problem.
2: Well, no, (laughs) no, I knew that, but... um, I I mean, I
0: think that he's jump-started a little bit, but it's...
2: But they still haven't scored, so it doesn't matter. And they're taking too
0: many passes (laughs) or making too many passes. It's it's just like, I've become the old man yelling at my TV. (laughs) (laughs) I've become my father.
2: Uh, This is, well... I said this two weeks ago and I'll say it again. David Krejci wasn't the one to blame for all the passing as people like to do. That's just not, it's just how the team's working right now. You just got to shoot the puck. Shooting the puck means it might go in. However, they did have 54 shots or whatever against Pittsburgh. And how many of those actually felt like real scoring chances? Right. So like, even when you are shooting the puck, sometimes it doesn't feel like they're going to go in. So it's a, it's that battle of you need scoring chances. Um, and, you know, passes do do that. But sometimes they just have a great shot and they still pass it. So I wish I could give you the solution, but they don't have the solution. So I definitely don't have the solution. I, that's why they get paid the big bucks and I am here.
1: I'm like looking at
2: it.
1: They went over 21 in the Montreal series in 2011, which feels like nothing compared to this. Uh, what you're saying is hope. <laughs> well, I know that's like the the, the big. Connection that everybody's gonna make is, yeah. as the playoffs get here is that they did, you know, they were like five for sixty-two leading into game seven of the Tampa Bay series and eleven, and you know we know how that series season ended. So I, <clears throat> the, the ta- there's too much talent there. Bruce Cassidy is like a power play guy, and like it's just it's gonna break through at some point. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like they've to Scott's point, they've had a buttload of injuries like mm. to keep people on the power play. Or they've had to reshuffle because of other injuries. And it's just there's a lot of that sort of cyclical stuff going on. I I mean it's not good. <laughs> if it continues they're not gonna win that series. Right. But like I it just it I, I don't know. I was gonna say it can't keep going on like this, but then again you probably would have said that a week ago. And yeah. uh <laughs> you know, um but i I think too, where you know i'm not again I'm not paying much attention or giving much credence to anything that happens between now and friday night um and I think once you start a new series, it turns into okay, we're gonna spend the entire weekend on Carolina, and by Monday or Tuesday, we're gonna have four or five plans of attack in each asset asf- each facet of the game and you know if there's there if there's a hole somewhere in that penalty kill they're gonna find it and maybe that's what gets them to get going obviously the inverse is that Carolina is doing the same thing and I'm sure they're gonna look to exploit the you know the issues with the Bruins had whether it's with entries or you know missing you know an extra or maybe it's too many passes missing a pass et cetera et cetera but I think once I almost think like if you get into a playoff scenario maybe that helps them to kind of refocus and again if you're just sitting there grinding away on tape maybe something pops up both in terms of what you see on tape from carolina and within your self-scouting i think that gives them a nice chance to kind of reset and i i'm not concerned about the power play until they go 0 for five in game one and then it's like okay maybe now it's an issue and and also too this is what is it what does your o for five look like yeah if it's 0 for five with 15 shots and whoever's in goal for whatever team stands, stands on his head, then you kind of tip your cap. But it, again, it, so that's the other thing too is I want to see what they look like. But then again, sometimes you can have a, a horrible power play for a minute and forty-five seconds, and somebody's you know it goes off someone's ass. <laughs> and now the yep. and now the street now like that drought doesn't mean anything. Yeah, so right. it's it's a fickle thing.
0: And there's a reason they say st- no regular season stats don't matter when it comes to the playoffs. It's a clean slate for everyone which is probably going to be good for the Bruins. Um, Like I mentioned earlier, they're probably going to be facing Carolina. They did lock up the Metropolitan Division. Looks like the Bruins will get the first wild card, just with all the scenarios that can happen for them to clinch the three seed. I just think it goes more in the favor of Tampa. Um, But the Hurricanes, as much as they've dominated the Bruins this season, they're dealing with a couple of injuries of their own, mainly Freddie Anderson. who doesn't sound like he's not skating yet. So I don't know what that means for the playoffs, but that could be a huge break for the Bruins and a really unfortunate mess for the Hurricanes.
2: Oh, it's surely not good. I mean, I you know, Freddie Anderson has his um uh, haters because of all his stuff in Toronto, but, you know, there's just something going on in Toronto that I think causes that. I think hu- the Carolina Hurricanes with Fre- Freddie Anderson Are maybe the scariest team in the playoffs, just the way they play and, you know, defensive. So the fact that he might not play at least game one, game two, who knows, because he's not skating, that's just, you know, you kind of hope to take advantage of that if that's the case. But at the same time, you put a goalie between the pipes, they're going to play and they're going to have the defense because Carolina has one of the best defenses in hockey. So it's, you know, if Anderson's not in there, it's a plus for the Bruins, but at the same time, you still have to go out there and perform. That's all that matters.
0: Yeah, they still have to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Like, Anderson not being in there means, oh, you know what? It's so much easier to win. No, it's not. It's Stanley Cup playoff hockey. We've seen crazy things, especially with goalies over the past couple of years. I mean, Matt Murray's not a very good goalie, but he absolutely carried Pittsburgh for two cups. Yeah. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, for over Mark andre Fleury. Like, that's... You just never know what goalies. Jordan Bennington's like meh now, but he was amazing and he won them a cup. So goalies are weird and you just gotta you just gotta go at them and that's what happens. No matter what the name on the back of the jersey.
0: Ronta's been hurt too, but he's gonna return Thursday. Friday? Thursday is when they wrap up their season. Oh. So I think he's slated to start, but he's probably not a hundred percent, but I mean, caveat there is who's 100% at this time <laughs> in the season. But, you know, you bring up the Hur- Hurricanes being a really good defensive team. Bruce Cassidy wanted to see where the Bruins defense was at against the Panthers and they ended up winning. But I think that that game against the Panthers kind of showed that the Bruins can hang around with some of the league's best teams and that's probably encouraging going into a probably series against Carolina.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was just looking at Freddie Anderson's playoff stats. There was one really bad year in there. Toronto. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> that was against the Bruins, right? The 18.
0: Yes, yeah. it was. So
1: seven games, of course. It. It. Sub <laughs> 900 save percentage. What was the question? The Bruins look good against a good team. Is that.
0: Yeah, Florida? so it's probably uh, yeah. it got to give you some
1: optimism going into what will uh, probably be. They've looked good against. Good teams all season except for Carolina, and you do kind of <laughs> have to go back and look at the circumstances. Did Tuca play one of those games
0: last year? No, this no year. Carolina. This year? Yeah,
1: yeah. This year. Um, that was like the seven to nothing or seven to yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. It toss. wasn't good. And I think Marshawn was also suspended for that game. And
0: Bergeron, they were missing Bergeron sure. too, right?
1: So, I mean, you can explain away some of that. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really explain The other Carolina away. the, the goal differential sure. is still <laughs> pretty pretty rough. Um to touch on the goalie thing, I I'd never at one point any point in his career have been like Freddie Anderson is one of those guys. Right. Um he's a byproduct of the system and it's gonna come down to whether the Bruins can penetrate that system. They did not do a very good job of that <laughs> this year. They scored one goal against Carolina. Um but if they're able to kind of, and again, that speaks to the, the importance of the power play as well. You know, you're going to need ways to kind of take advantage of that defense when it's not at full strength, whether it's you know between the pipes or just manpower on the ice. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a tough matchup for them no matter who's in goal because I think Carolina's strength is the system. Granted, they haven't been as good in the second half of the season as they were earlier in the year, and they haven't really played tremendously well down the stretch. Um, but I think they have the potential. I think the conversation eventually is going to shift to the Bruins defense and goaltending. You know, the the goaltending might be fine, but like, I I just think Carolina, pretty, pretty good size up front. I think the floor check is going to be an issue. I think we've seen that rear its head at times this season. Um, you know, we've seen it in the playoffs, especially against bigger teams. So that's a question mark that I'm going to have. So I, I. (laughs) That's so. That's a really, really long way of answering what Lauren was just asking about. In terms of, you know, this is, these are the big boys. uh, You know, pardon my uh, my outdated term, but like, you know, you're going to no matter who you're playing. I mean, every team in the Eastern Conference had 100 points. Yeah. Like, (laughs) and they're all pretty big, pretty physical. But again, we've seen last time we've seen the Bruins in the playoffs, they're getting pushed around. It was the Islanders. Abused them, and two years ago, I mean the the lightning just ran through him in the bubble. So like, they've got to prove that they can handle that. McAvoy being a year older will help. Um, the hamp man will help <laughs> that as well. Uh, so th- that's the you know those are the types of issues that I'm looking at. Like I think they're gonna their offense is gonna be okay in terms of if they are able to. If they're not chasing, they're going to be, they're going to be okay. I think they're going to score goals. But the problem is if you're down two nothing, that's where like these frustrations that we've seen with their offense really start to come in. And that's where it's like, that's, those are the games. Where it's let's just get the puck in the zone and take a shot from the right, you know, top of the right dot. And all of a sudden you've got 48 shots and nothing to show for it. So it's a long way of saying, I think they can beat everyone, anyone. I No matter who they're going to get in this first round, is going to be a, a pretty brutal matchup. Cause I think like that, once that, Two or three thing kind of went away it's either okay you get florida which could be generationally good or you get a carolina team that has absolutely owned your ass all year i i just think the way that the, the season's played out i feel a little bit better i'm going up against carolina than i would against florida despite the fact that they just beat the panthers the other night um but it's it's there for them like i think their ceiling especially now that they've got you know it seems that they've got Lindholm and Pasternak healthy is it's pretty high. It's not Carolina or Florida or maybe even New York High or Tampa playing at its it best, right but like on. they've got a
2: chance in every series, I think.
0: So. What's the biggest key to the Bruins' success in the playoffs?
2: Um, I think I think it's the power play. Like <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but I think that power play being a success or well, being better than the past couple of weeks, that's a good start, you know, because there's actual goals on it. Um but I do think a successful power play where you are getting offensive chances, not even goals, I'm not even asking for goals, but where you are spreading the puck around and getting good shots, that can be what decides it for them. Because for the first half of well, not the first half of the season. January for January first to a month ago, that power play was one of the best in hockey. It was you know, kind of like, oh, the Bruins are on the power play. Oh, look, they scored because that's just kind of how it was going. It felt like that was their, you know, best way of scoring because, you know, scoring hasn't been the easiest all season, but it never is. That's how hockey works. Um, but I do think it's the power play. Um, the other one would be consistent goalie play from whoever is playing. Like, someone needs to step up.
0: Mike?
1: I think it's, like I was saying, I think it's how they handle uh, – opposing forwards, especially bigger, stronger teams. Um, I think there's still question marks about their defense core. It's and like how do they deploy that defense core too? Like yeah, I mean, yeah. do you want to lean on Lindholm and uh McAvoy for thirty five minutes a night? I mean you can try I mean, those guys are relatively young. But um you know, we've seen more cracks in a guy like Brandon Carlo than we've maybe seen in the past. <coughs> um so it's it's stuff like that where and, again, we saw it last year with, like, you know, was it uh, – who had the, the mindless turnover in the uh, Islander series that led to a, a goal? Marshen? No, one of the defensemen. Um, Lozon, I think it was. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And had that, like, just, you know, these – and it That wasn't Cole's even – th- that was in the <laughs> offensive zone. So, yeah. like – but, like, these guys' ability to carry the puck in all three zones – their ability to withstand a strong forecheck because I think that's the kind of thing that's going to affect everything else. And that's going to make the goalies look better or worse. It's even going to probably directly impact your power play where it's, you know, if you can secure the puck and, you know, not, you know, dink around with, you know, if you take the contact, if you're smaller, you might end up getting power plays out of it as opposed to, you know, kind of av- trying to avoid the hit, and then all of a sudden the puck's in your neck because it's it's a turnover. So I think it's how they deal with, uh, you know, the pressure in their own end is what's gonna g- go a long way.
0: I'm gonna say goaltending. You got a rookie, and then you have someone who's played his whole career in Buffalo. <laughs> so I'm um, gonna say the like goaltending will be a big key to their success. I have all the confidence in the world in both of them. I don't think being yeah. a rookie, and I don't think staying in Buffalo is going to impact either Swayman nor Allmark. I think that's going to be just fine, but I think that that could easily make or break this series, can, eh, any series really. But we will be back next week for um, some sort of preview or recap of game one. I'd assume we still have, don't know when the schedule is, uh, we don't know what the schedule looks like. Maybe but they
2: play Toronto. Maybe this, none of this matters. Right,
0: maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> none of this matters after, <laughs> after Friday. Tampa has to, I think at one point, I don't think they can win in regulation.
1: Yeah.
0: But the Bruins have to win. They have to get at least three points.
1: Oh, the Bruins actually no. If Tampa, if, whatever, like if Tampa loses both their games in regulation, or Tampa loses both of them and only one's in regulation, and the Bruins went out, the Bruins get up there because they have the tiebreaker. They have more we'll have had more uh, o- regulation wins. But if Tampa loses two and they're both in overtime, it doesn't matter.
0: All right. Yeah, so. so chances are that this still will be relevant by the time <laughs> you listen yeah. to this, but there's still anything's possible, as they say.
1: Oh, I forgot to make my Swayman. Oh, so <coughs> I I still think it was a great year for Jeremy Swayman. <laughs> it uh,
0: was. There's no denying that. I
1: think he exceeded expectations. I think a lot of people in this area took notice of that. And yeah. he will get his credit for exceeding expectations this year.
0: I think he will, too. I agree. So. I'm glad we're all in agreement on Swayman.
1: I <laughs> don't know how that manifests itself in the playoffs, but I think...
0: We'll soon find out.
1: Yes, exactly. We'll I think fa- he gets we'll, a shot. Well, we're about to find out a lot, I think, so... Yes. Sorry. I didn't mean
0: that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we have to end <laughs> the show on, accent, yeah. on uh, some nice Jeremy Swayman positivity. Yeah, obviously. We love Jeremy Swayman. We are Jeremy Swayman podcast, and we will be back with more Jeremy Swayman talk next week. But until then, it's been the Nessen Bruins podcast. That's Mike and Scott, and I am Lauren. See you later.